0: oh mm. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back, man. Back with another episode. Man, it's another week. New episode. Got my co-host Water in the building. You know what time it is. Got the smaller. For some reason, after Thanksgiving. I couldn't find a gallon of water to save my goddamn life, man. So I found these little smaller joints. These are 67.6 fluid ounces. So I'm just like, man, where the gallons at, man? Where the gallons? And so now I got this smaller joint. I can breeze through this easy. So that's why it's smaller. Don't think I'm punking out on the water because I got the smaller joints. It's not even like that, man. This was desperate measures. Desperate measures. All right. Um... Shout out to the Chatsworth in the building, man. Y'all are up in here. I see y'all. I see y'all. I'm not on on Instagram Live right now. I'm not on Instagram Live. This is just straight up y'all right now. Uh, Let me get some rain in here. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got some rain out here shining and glistening. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Yeah, I got to get some rain up in here right you know what I'm talking about? So, you can, so when you see me, you see him. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Got some rain in here. Boom, pow. All right. Got some rain in the building. Um, we back, man. I had a tough, I had a little wave uh, of sadness over Serane last night. Um they put some Christmas trees up at the memorial site, and you know we went by there after Tony Bacon' friends, and I just just had a, another wave of just like, man, come on, man, you know it just sucks, you know the enormity of what happened. It was just like, man, I lost a whole son, and you just think about all the memories and all the you know raising raising kids from scratch from when they were babies all the way up to first through. You know, first grade, second grade, third grade, driving lessons, tattoos, moments. i just be like, God damn. And I had those moments where I'm just like, sucks, man. And I think Sincere has passed me in height. I think he passed me. Absolutely. Yeah, because I think, because I told him I this. I saw it. <laughs> I told him, that, and, and Sabrina is a... Uh, She's not in the studio, but she's 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 in the mix right now. Producer Extraordinaire. And then we got a mirror on the ones yeah. and twos. But Sabrina, I guess Sabrina noticed it too. And I was with him in Whole Foods uh right after I picked him up from the airport. And he was standing next to me, and I just felt shorter. I just felt short. And I was just like, I was like, I think you, I think you passed me up, man. And he was like. No, I think you got on slides. I got on, the, you know, the Air Force One. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. So it could be, it could be I had on slides. He had on Air Force Ones. The Air Force Ones are thicker in the sole. And his hair is like extremely long. So it could be a combination of the two. But I don't know, man. At the very least, he we the same height. He done, he done made it up to 6'2". And I'm just like, man, Sincere really grew. I'm telling y'all, man, Sincere was little for a long time. It was like, I'm telling you, it was like the regular show. It was Mordecai and Rigby for the longest. S- Serene was Mordecai. Sincere was Rigby. And it was just like, he just he was a little guy. And he was like, man, how you know, Shan? You don't even you ain't even seen Sincere lately, man. Shan Shan be uh <laughs> Shan be Rose McGee in the chat's work. But soft and tender on uh, on the audio, um, but he just had that growth spurt late in the game, and then next thing you know, he out here looking looking down on folks. I appreciate I appreciate the love and the condolences, y'all. Thank you, man. I see y'all up in here. Trust me, man. I'll be I'll be having my moments, you know. And anytime, but, like you know, even when I opened up just now, my eye my eyeball's are getting wet. All that, but yeah let me let me switch gears I' don't, for some reason though, I'm really good at being strong when I'm in the work environment, like if I'm talking in the interview or I'm talking on stage or I'm talking on the podcast, I can talk about him and be like, yeah, even off stage, you know me and Sabrina talk about serene uh, a lot actually, and I' just be like, damn man, sucks, and then I just go on to the next then be talking uh, to Serene a lot. I talk to that painting. I'll be like, "What's up, Serene?" Really? Yeah, I'll be like, "What's up, Serene?" You know what I'm saying? And then I'll be like, "Yeah, man." And then I'll be like, "Man, it sucks." You know? <laughs>
1: right? I'd be cussing.
0: Yeah. I talk
1: to the mantle like a lot. Like when I'm yelling at the cats and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm like, "Yo, I'm sorry. You got to see me like this."
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'll be telling Serene, "My bad," but this idiot.
0: <laughs> man.
1: I walked in. I walked into the house from the gym.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I see these two little beady eyes staring at me Is this from today? on top of the cat, the couch.
0: Today? Yes. Oh.
1: From on top of the couch. Did he budge when I walked in? Was he scared?
0: No. So he was just he was just waiting for you to reveal yourself on the walk down.
1: He was he saw me.
0: Did you come in through the front door or the garage? The front door. Yeah, so he he just stayed on the top, right?
1: He just no, not even on the top. He was sitting. Up. On the couch. Oh, he
0: was on the couch.
1: This is what I'm saying. No respect. I get no. I get no respect in this house. Oh
0: my god. Do you go off on him when he on the couch?
1: I went off on him. I said, "Get down right now." He, you know what he did? He started licking himself.
0: Oh wow. Wow.
1: Night does not respect me. So I, when I started walking over there aggressively, that's when he was like, "Oh shit, she's serious," (laughs) and ran
0: what what pisses me off about midnight he always pushes it to the limit yes when i turn around when i turn around when i'm playing video games or whatever and i turn around he's sitting on the couch proper i'll be like hey man get off the couch and i yell i do a quick yell we make eye contact he looks at me i look at him hey man get get off the couch and then i'll grab my slide hey get cock the slide up and he's still looking like oh Oh, you, you going you to you go throw the slide? What are we doing? Instead of just, because when Dapper is on the couch, I'll be like, hey, man, get off the couch. And I can just make one one flinch. Dapper's out of there. He's like, oh, oh Lord Jesus. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'll never do it again. I'll do it again. Dips <laughs> off. Midnight be like, I got to make sure you really throwing the shoe. Are you just talking that shit? Or are you really going to throw the shoe? And I always have to throw it at him. I gotta, I gotta pull the trigger on midnight every time. You just can't flash the gun at midnight. You have to lick shots off at this man. You can't do the Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood. You can't do. We got a problem here. No, midnight would be like, well, you, you, you gonna grab, you gonna grab the pistol and actually squeeze off some shots. Or what? What we doing? He always gotta make you pull that trigger, and I'm sick of it. Sick of midnight, man. Get your Once I start yelling and looking at you and giving you eye contact, eyes wide, no soft blinks, it's time for you to get your ass off the couch, off the counter, wherever you're not supposed to be, Midnight. At Midnight, if you're listening to this, I want you to feel this. Because I'm sick of you disrespecting us, man. I'm going to play it for him. Yeah, man, play it for him, man. Because he knows what I'm talking about. He knows the energy. He knows the body language. He knows volume tone. I'm looking at you. I'm yelling. You know what time it is. Get your black ass off the couch. Sick of midnight, man. Always got always to gotta pull the full trigger with him. And I'm tired of it. i get you a new home ASAP. Try to give back to the black community and get a black cat, man. And th- this is what you're doing. You are bad luck. They, they, was, they was right the whole time they, maybe he is bad luck Sabrina let's talk yeah. about what's real Oh shit! maybe this whole time midnight is bad luck the whole time look at all this shit be happening to me man dizzy spells it didn't come until midnight showed up <laughs> lost my son you know what I'm saying? It's like, is it midnight? Is it bad luck? Is it him crossing my path that's killing everything? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Maybe it is. Sick of midnight, man. I'm trying to give back. And now I don't know. Now I'm uncertain. Anyway, anyway.
1: Wait, I do want to say one thing uh-huh. about uh The loss of Serene uh, reminded me of... Remember the cartoon I told you about, Jules, that the Chicago family made? And they lost their son, and they added their son in the cartoon, Mm -hmm. but with angel wings? Yeah. I want every parent, or even if you're not a parent, I want everybody to look up Jules TV, J-O-O-L-S-TV on YouTube, and let your kids watch it, because it's a Black family teaching you things and it's like really dope it's a dope cartoon but the reason they did that was to so when the younger boys look back on it they know that their older brother that is like with them at all times Uh and i just really wanted to shout them out because i think that's such a like it's a tragic story that they turned into like something positive yeah you know what i mean so shout out to jules tv
0: Jules TV. Because when dope. I
1: see him, even the way he's dressed, I'm like, he got to remind me of Saran. He's he fresh. Yeah. <laughs> he's fresh with it.
0: I'm I'm always constantly like looking at the urn, looking at the pictures of Saran on the mantelpiece. I always find myself just looking up over there a lot on the day-to-day. I'm always looking over there and it's just like, man, while I look at pictures when I'm coming up and down the steps. Right. It's just like constant thought. Constant, Constantine, and it just you just be like, man, sucks. Right, but
1: I do say good morning every time I come down the stairs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I always say it. I'd be like, good morning.
0: Yeah. What's good? What's good?
1: What's good? Keep. Can you please keep midnight off the couch? Man, I'd <laughs> be asking for little things like that. Can Can you just?
0: If he could just... I'm sick of this man, man. <laughs> and I'm tired of Dapper talking so much, man. Enough. Me too. He need to shut his ass up, man. Dapper is mad vocal now. And i just be like, bro, hush, man. What are you talking about? He just be out here running his mouth. Especially to Sabrina. Sabrina, he just be... He would be telling all the business to her.
1: Oh, my God. He be snitching on you.
0: Man, he be looking you dead in your face with the robust meows. <laughs> he
1: really do. I think, I think uh, he's losing his voice because he meowed at me today. And it was Because uh, this morning, you know how he be running into the room before you can even, like, get your life together? Yeah. Like, the second you open the door, he be zooming. So, whatever. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm going to get ready. For the gym, mm-hmm. you are gonna stick with me, fine. Just don't do nothing stupid. And so I'm there. I'm getting ready. Da da da. And he meows and it sounds raspy. I oh. look at him like,
2: ugh.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Clear your throat before you talk to me.
0: <laughs> he didn't do
1: the. <clears throat> <laughs> he should have. But when he he drank when I when I went downstairs and he drank water, he came back and he said something to me again. And okay. It, it sounded normal.
0: It was more crisp
1: yeah yeah I was
0: like oh yeah there we go uh shoe game shan uh she lost her uh her brothers recently and she said I can look at Gino's picture I reminisce, but I'm good I look at Danny's picture and I fold and I'm at a I'm at a place where I can look at pictures of Serene and I'll be fine I can't look at videos though can't look at videos I got videos mad videos of him in my phone but I can I can't I can barely, I can look at like, I can look at them sometimes, but man, can't do it. I'll be like, man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the videos just yet. You know, Uh, even when I do the Who Smile first joint, I I just can't. But, you know, I figured, I figured it's probably temporary the way I can't look at the videos, but pictures I can handle though. I can handle the pukes. The pilkers, if you will. But man, it just sucks. I'll just be thinking, like, man, why'd this happen? why this have to happen to us, man? But life be life, man. Life is a musty ass bitch. Or she could be a sweetheart. You, you just never know. Sometimes life forgets deodorant. And she be big musty. And 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 right now she big musty. But at the same time, you know, I appreciate life and I appreciate my life, but god damn man, let's edit this part out. Um, not not as a podcast. <laughs> I meant just, you know, edit this part out of my, I knew what my you life meant, story. But it's I just bad. want to clear that up. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about you feel me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about you feel me. Um ugh. Will Smith is out here doing interviews. Um he has a new movie called Emancipation coming out and yep. One day at a time, Eric Payne, uh, Will Smith has Emancipation, uh, coming out soon. So he's been doing like interviews again. And, uh, he was on Trevor Noah, uh, the daily show. And they were talking about the slap and he was like, in a, in a, in a, In a separate interview, he also said that he gets if people don't want to watch, if they're not ready to watch anything with Will Smith. He said, I understand it. I get it. Um, If someone's not ready, I would absolutely respect that and allow them their space to not be ready. That's what he said. And, um, you know, I mean, that's all you can do. Like, if somebody's not ready, hey. I feel like um that's kind of over the top, and I don't like how some of these people are putting Will Smith in the company of r- truly horrendous behavior like you know sexual assault uh domestic abuse, uh just patterns of this with other like people in the industry and beyond they're they're lumping Will Smith into that category, and I feel like, man, that shit is not accurate at all, him slapping somebody does not compare to you know domestic abuse or you know sexual assault or any type of, it's not even in the same realm and granted it is a slap to the face there is a, there is a physical assault element but come on man it's it's not the same and people just be over the top i feel like they just be over the top they want to be uh, unforgiving and if you black in in this industry and famous they double come for your head not to pull the race car but the race car matters and i feel like you know a lot of people are less forgiving of black folks when they mess up and will smith messed up there's no doubt about it he messed up and he's never he's never denied the mess up you know he'll he'll tell you all day man i i fucked up you know what i'm saying and you know he he regrets it and it's just like you know but we all fuck up. We don't all fuck up on the Oscars, but we've all done some whack shit. I've definitely done a ton of whack shit. Trash. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, ne- I never want to present myself as this above everything type of person. I'm like, man, I've done whack shit that I'm not proud of, but I'm also very, like, you know, transparent and and, and willing to share because I, I don't like it when people, they come to the other side, which you should. You should come to the other side and become a better person. But I don't, I, I don't like it when people act like they never had the struggles or they never went through the shit or they never want to talk about, you know, where they came from, I feel like. And then they act like, you know, uh, I, I'm off that now. I feel like sharing, you know, those flaws and those dents in your in your life and your your character, if you will. I feel that that gives more power to, you know, you coming out of it on the other side a better person and a person who's grown. We got to see what you what you went through to make the growth hit. Um, I remember I was having a conversation with somebody. This this is not not to do with something as heavy as this, but it's kind of in that similar theme of. Uh, I was talking to somebody that's always been pretty much fit and in shape, right? And uh, he was just saying he wanted more credit for, you know, the workouts he, that he does and like, you know, staying slim. I was like, I was like, well, people don't connect to you because we've never seen the struggle. We've never seen you struggle. Yeah. You got the discipline down pat and that's fantastic. But people are drawn to seeing the struggle and seeing you overcome those struggles. It makes it hit harder. It makes it be, Oh man, you know, Tony can lose weight. that's inspiring me because you know you can see me go up and down and wait you can see me you know struggle and try to try to be strong and I'm showing you the weaknesses and I'm showing you the fumbles and I'm showing you all of this and it's just like when when, when people have never seen that it's just like man you you captain America out here you just you know what, what you know about struggle in the, in this arena? And so I feel like that translates into other aspects of life. It's just like when we see the struggle, it's like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm not, I'm not the only one that feels this way. I'm not the only one that has done this. I'm not the only one that has made a huge mistake that I want to, you know, make right again by being a better person and owning it and, you know, making, making better choices and, and staying consistent and doing the work and doing the healing and all that. It's always better when you see that real struggle. so it's like so that's that's why like you know people are more drawn to um the person that they know went through the bullshit and so it's just like yeah man we connecting with this here and i feel like in this moment and will smith also said that he feels bad about the team behind his latest movie Antoine Fuqua, who's the director of this movie, and the writers and the producers and stuff like that, he doesn't want... Will Smith doesn't want the mistake he made to reflect on those involved in the film. That's what he doesn't want. And I feel him on that. Like, it's not their fault. It's not their fault Will Smith did what he did at the Oscars. It's not on them. You know, they they made a film, and he's just saying that he holds people don't take it out on this film and refuse to watch it because, you know, so many people put so much work and effort into, you know, producing this and and making this film a reality that that would would be unfair to them. Um, Just, all right, we ain't going to support it. We ain't going to watch it at all because of what Will Smith did off camera. And a lot of people can't separate the two. A lot of people can't separate the actor from the human. No, all I see is the slap. I'm like, man, I'm watching this Will Smith joint. Even though, you know, even though I'm slaveried out, I'm still watching because, you know, just to support, just to be like, all right, man, we're moving on past the slap. Well, I don't, I don't know what else y'all want from Will Smith. The people that can't get over it, what, what more do you want? You want him to cut his arm off? You want him to, you know, turn his hands in? Like what? What would you like to see happen? You damn sure better not be like. We want his career gone. That's like over the top, man. Come on, man. People people fight every day. B. people fight, get punched, socks slapped out at cookouts and family reunions at the club, at a game night. Fights break out. That don't mean your livelihood should be stripped just because one little dust up, man. People got to quit being so soft. For one. You know what I'm saying? One slap ain't gonna kill nobody. You know what I'm saying? You know how many fights I've been in, and you know life goes on. You know me, and, me and my boy Leon fought like two, three times, and we remain friends. But if you put that on the Oscars, and me, me and Leon fighting on the Oscars, I me mean, man Tony ain't who who I thought he was. Like no man, it ain't even there. no man, take his take his jobs. He out here fighting. It ain't like he pulled the pistol out on Chris Rock and shot him in the hips and then tried to finish him off. He's like, nah, man, slap. You know. So he said he was in a rage. He was in a rage and like, you know, it was just, he was like, you never know what people are going through. Like when you sit in the audience and you're sitting amongst strangers, you never know what the people are going through in that audience. You sit next to somebody that, uh, their mother just died a week ago or you sit next to somebody whose child is sick or you sit next to somebody who just found out they got cheated on. So you got all these elements that you just never know what people are going through. And, you know, Will Smith just got caught. He just got caught slipping. He was just like, man, I'm sick of this shit. I'm slapping. you." And, you know, life goes on after that, man, after a good slap. Like uh, like with me and uh, Robert, man. I was over at my friend Robert Johnson's house. I was staying the night for the weekend, and uh, he was following me around his house. And I, I I stole on him. I stole on him. It wasn't the Oscars, but I st- I still stole on this man. It might as well have been the Oscars. I didn't say keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, but I hit him in the face. I, I hit him in the face, and we were friends after that. You know, I went home that day and. We was cool, like, in within that same week, we was cool again, you know? And I just felt like, you know, you following me. You following me around, you getting on my nerves. And, you know, one thing I've learned to do, and I'm not, you know, I'm a flawed person. I'm not the best at, you know, altercations, whether it be verbal, physical, whatever you want to call it. I have a temper that, I've learned to control for the most part, for the most part, you know, it can't be a hundred percent, but I feel like, you know, as a kid, I would, I would just Hulk out and just throw the Tonka truck at you or just like, you know, just punch you in the face. Like that, that's the go-to. And it's just like, I don't like what you doing. And then you giving me static back and it's just like punch you in the face. But now my thing is like, I just, you know, voice raise and then it's just like a isolation phase like i i'd just rather just be alone real quick you know what i'm saying just le- just let me leave the area let me leave your your area now that way i'm not you know super yelling and screaming and yelling or that way i'm not you know punching people in the face so it's just like let me just you know cuz you know i used to i used to run hot i would boil up and just be like you know, stop following me around, man. But you in my house, and once you say you in my house, I ain't got no rebuttal. I am in your house, you know, and I stole all of them. And it's just, ah, you know, leave me alone. Even even when like me and Sabrina have our little dust ups, I just be like, I will just, I'll sleep in the driveway. You know, just be, just to be isolated. Not to be like, man, I'll just sleep in the driveway. You know, and that, that's better than the alternative. Or just like, you know, yells and 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 saying stuff you don't mean. And, you know, then you got to be like, man, I'm sorry for what I said. You know, it was just, t- the stuff we rented out. You know, the driveway, you know, over there by the recycle bin. You know, just, uh. Sleep next to the praying mantises and the grasshoppers. Be like, nah, I'll just be over here for for the time being. You know what I'm talking about? And I wonder, I wonder how Robert is doing to this day. He'll just be like, man, I really stole on him. Really stole on him. Man. You know what I'm talking about? Um. So shout out to Robert. Shout out to Chris Rock. And shout out to Will Smith, man. I forgive Will Smith. Right here, right now, I forgive him. Even though. Even though he's not even looking for my forgiveness, I forgive him. We all we all slap the shit out of somebody sooner or later. Whether it's whether it's a physical slap, whether it's a verbal slap, whether it's a slap via email, per our last conversation, that's a slap. You know, um have a good day. Be blessed. These are slaps. Enjoy your night. Slaps. So we all have our little moments of just slaps. And that, and that was his moment. It was just unfortunate that it was in front of millions of people and, you know, all over the world at the Oscars. So come on, man. And people are on Twitter like, nah, we not doing this. It's, it's that thing that I mentioned. I mentioned this at, uh, you know, Tony Baker and Friends last night. I was like, yo, white people don't be forgiving us like that. And... Black people, I tweeted this, I'm going to say it here on the podcast. Black people stick together more than we get credit for. Black people stick together more than we get credit for. The reason it looks like we don't stick together is because we're very vocal about what we don't like. We roastin' everybody and everything. Anybody could get it. If you out here with the foolishness, we are gonna throw your ass on the grill publicly. This is what we do, and it's not. We don't just throw black people on the grill. We throw everybody on the grill. Anybody can get it, including our own. So it looks from the outside eye, and for, even from the inside, it looks like we don't stick together. We don't love our own. When it, when in, when in reality is. When we don't like shit, we vocalize it. We roast it. We throw it on the grill. Granted, we should keep it in house like these other cultures do. Let's keep it in house, man. Hush up, man. We're not going to do this in public. They be cussing each other out behind closed doors. That's something that we're not good at and that we haven't mastered as blacks. We out here fighting in public, going off on each other. And, you know, and people are watching. They're like, man, they ain't sticking together. But, we do stick together. We stick by our black artists, our black politicians. We we root for people that are black. And when other people start piling on, like when somebody screws up that's black and, and you know, other people start piling on, we're like, hold up now. You can shut your ass up, man. This this is our brother, this is our sister right here. Shut your motherfucking ass up and sit down over there, man. We we gonna roast him up, but you just need to calm your ass down right here. Cause we don't know your intent. We don't know where you're coming from with this pylon. Is is the pylon rooted in racism in the back of your mind somewhere? We don't we don't we don't really trust how you rolling up like this. With black folks, we know it's coming from a place of love in most cases. Some some black folks really don't like black folks. But in most cases, it's coming from a place of love and familiarity. So we roast. But, you know, when when, when other people start piling on, we be like, hey, man, you a little too excited and too intense on this pileup. Sit your ass down. That's when we start sticking together. And I made, I made this point last night at Tony Bacon Friends. I was like, look at how long we held on to R. Kelly. Look at how long we held on to R. Kelly. It was ridiculous. This dude was a monster, and we held tight as blacks. We was like, nah, man. Nah, nah, man. Y'all, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nah. We held on to the bitter end, and it was like, oh. Oh, he really, he really, he really be fucking up. He really try, man. He really trash out here. My bad, our bad, because we wasn't having it. And so I don't think the black community gets enough credit for how we do stick together and we and we do stand by people. Even the dust up recently with Chris Brown and Kelly Rowland defending Chris Brown. It's like that's an example of that black folks sticking together. It's like yo. Uh, Chris Brown clearly has his issues when it comes to women. And, you know, but Kelly Rowland was like, yo, we're not going to do that, man. You know, we're going we're gonna to celebrate the artistry. And, she, and black people were like, man, I don't know why she's standing next to this man. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. And she was criticized for sticking up for Chris Brown. But that's just an example of how we stick together. And now we're throwing Kelly on the grill. And he was like, no, nah, we don't agree with you, Kelly. You know what I'm saying? We're throwing her on the grill. But let somebody else try to come and throw Kelly on the grill. We'd be like, hey, man, shut your motherfucking ass up and leave Kelly Rowland alone. You're you talking too much. So it's just all of that going on. And it's just like, you know, we're not, we're not having you pile up on Kelly Rowland, goddammit. Because she was just, she was sticking up. So... As that, and I'm sticking. I'm sticking with you know Will Smith for now, man. I'm gonna watch this movie, goddamn And Antoine Fuqua, who's also a a black director, so we gotta support that. Um, Angelina Jolie says Brad Pitt approached Harvey Weinstein to work on Killing Them Softly, as a movie that Brad Pitt was in. Not a lot of people saw that movie, but you know. So he approached Harvey Weinstein to work on Killing Them Softly, which his company later distributed, even though he knew about her experience with Weinstein. She said, we fought about it. Of course it hurt. So Brad Pitt knew that Angelina Jolie had an experience with Harvey Weinstein, and yet and still, he went to him to get this ki- killing, so- killing Them Softly off the ground. And I'm just like, bro. In what world do you do that? There is is absolutely no way I could go to the man that assaulted my wife and be like, yo, let's work together. Fuck no. Hell no, bro. Hell no. Absolutely not. We're not working together. We not working together. I'm surprised Brad Pitt even did this. This, this don't even seem like his character. Brad been trash, Pretty Pison say? I didn't, I didn't know. I thought he was a stand-up gent. But absolutely not. Under no circumstances are we doing this. No. No. I'm like, nah, man. Absolutely not. Brad got uh, abuse allegations from Angelina as we speak. Oh, he got abuse allegations? Wow. Yeah, it ain't looking looking good. Oh, snap. It ain't looking
2: good at all, actually. Now think about it Yeah, it ain't looking good
0: for him. Oh, Brad, what is you doing? Now, I knew, you know, I knew he was treacherous low-key because, you know, I feel like he left Jennifer for Angelina, you know, because it was just... That's what it looked like on the surface, anyway. You know what I'm saying? They work on Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and then, you know what I'm saying? There's rumors that they had an affair, and then it turns out they end up together. So it's like, huh? but abuse. Oh, Brad. This is the pits, man. Come on, man. I'm, I'm disappointed, man. I'm a Brad Pitt fan. I'm a Brad Pitt fan. Huh. Hands being delivered?
2: Yeah. Possibly in front of the kids.
0: Oh. You knew about this, Sabrina?
1: Yeah, it was actually a part of the article that I read the whole Weinstein thing about.
0: Damn, man. In
1: front of the kids?
0: Come on, Brad
1: it's actually one of the things that uh that people are talking about because they're like okay everybody's giving Will Smith all this shit but Brad Pitt is not even being spoken about when it's a current topic uh she first really I think touched on it uh last month Uh and then they're also they're also bringing up Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck, Woody Allen, uh, oh, Woody Mel, Allen. Gibson, Mel Gibson,
0: oh uh, Mel Gibson,
1: Roman Polanski. Oh, There's a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> that they're bringing up and they're saying, "Well, they didn't really get anything."
0: Yeah, like, well, Roman well, Polanski they, fled the country. Well, yeah, he had no yeah, yeah, he definitely fled the country. They waiting on his ass. They they've been waiting on his ass for <laughs> decades now. He literally fled the country. Cause he knew and Woody Allen got that was Woody Allen marrying a stepdaughter, man. Come on. What is, Yo, we, what I'm are sorry. we doing?
1: That's so scary.
0: That's crazy, man. And He's still he's just still making movies. Scary. Now I remember Most Dev had a line about Woody Allen years ago on black on both sides. He's like, we can sit here and criticize Michael Jackson all we wanna. Woody Allen molested and married his stepdaughter. And I was like, oh ho. Oh. And then, you know, he's still making movies, still getting critical acclaim. And it was just like, and then, but the slap. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy.
1: Yo, speaking of uh, fleeing the country, do you know the John McAfee situation? He's the guy who made he uh, created the antivirus, where you know, like McAfee, it always. Oh yeah, off, so. I remember that. Yo, so he fled the country, right? And he was on the run. I, f- I forgot. I don't know the details. All I know is how they found him, right? And I think this is very important for a lot of people to know because Mm -hmm. we use our cameras every day. We take pictures every day, right? So uh, he got interviewed by these people uh, who went to the location, the secret location. They didn't say nothing. They didn't snitch nothing. It was literally just the interviewer and the cameraman. Mm -hmm. And they took a picture in front of like, Just greenery. You couldn't tell anything by this picture. You couldn't tell where they are. His secret location was safe. So they thought. Oh. When they uploaded the picture to the Internet, they didn't realize that all the info, like when you go to if you go to your camera right now, right, Mm -hmm. you could pick any picture or any video and you swipe up. All the info, the the, the uh, lens info, like everything about like the time you took the photo, mm-hmm. uh, the day you took the photo, all of that is right there. So even when you upload your photo to certain websites, all that info is attached to the, the photo. Oh. So people can find you.
2: Yeah, that's called your metadata. Your
1: exact location
0: it's called Williams. what
2: it's called metadata it's been in yeah. cameras ever since digital cameras have been released it's been a, a thing to make sure you get your time what lens was used the camera that was used and now with phones having location on there it'll show where you took the picture and yeah. all those kind of things like that yeah metadata has always been a thing but websites allowing it to be embedded into the when it's uploaded is the the other part of it where it's like you got to be careful. And I know there's apps where you can strip the metadata off a picture before you upload it and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you upload it to like Facebook or something, I think the metadata stays. Damn. Uh, Instagram, it might stay. Not sure about Twitter and stuff. But yeah, that's definitely a way for your, you to get caught up. Yeah. He to got wrong.
1: caught from a simple photo.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> they found his secret location and everything. they like,
0: Did you. they pull up on?
1: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> damn these goddamn phones man ruining lives
1: it was actually uh, just like a regular camera
0: oh it was the camera it wasn't even the phone
1: yeah it was like a canon or something like that
0: damn but
1: it's still it's crazy cause you could still get all that from a
0: phone that's crazy man McCaffrey I remember that the virus package yeah, to get it for your computer. Shoot, you got a computer now, a PC. You better get you some uh, some McCaffrey.
1: <laughs> what is it?
0: <laughs> you better get you some McCaffrey or whatever. <laughs>
1: McCaffrey. What's what? his name? <laughs> it's McCaffrey now. It's McAfee.
0: McAfee.
1: McAfee.
0: It's McAfee? Antiviral? No. McAfee.
1: McAfee.
0: McAfee, right? Yeah. So I'm just adding the R. Yeah, and I oh, think it's yeah.
1: funny. I like it like that.
0: McCaffrey,
2: you, <laughs> wait, why are he? Why was he in trouble? What did he do?
1: I don't remember. I, I watched. So the reason the reason I found out is, uh I watched the video. Do you remember that viral video that went out about this uh, fast food worker standing on lettuce? Mm-mm. There was this video. I mean, this picture that went Tax out, invasion. and uh, it was actually a Burger King worker standing on top of lettuce talking about, this is a lettuce we feed you, mm-hmm. we put on your burger. And he just, raw shoes in the lettuce, right? And so the video Dang. talks about how they were able to identify that it was a Burger King mm-hmm. and the location and everything. It was cause of like geotagging and stuff like that. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. So I forgot what McAfee did and why he on the run. Cause yeah. I was more caught up in the, man, who the fuck's standing on this lettuce?
0: a dallas d said tax evasion uh king panda said murder i think oh those are two extremely different yeah
1: uh, the next door neighbor yep
0: where he killed the next door neighbor
1: i think no the neighbor the next door neighbor got killed and uh he thinks that the person who killed his next door neighbor was actually targeting him but they fumbled but the cops were like nah bro why you ran
0: oh wow
1: So they think somebody
0: targeted McAfee to kill them, but they killed the neighbor instead, so McAfee went on the run.
1: Yeah.
0: And then is he running from the killers or the cops?
1: The killer, I think.
0: That's what I would think. Yeah. Wow. Never knew what was going on in these antivirus streets.
1: Oh, there's a documentary on it?
0: Yeah, they said... Netflix. They were looking okay. for him.
2: I
1: need to tap into that because it is an interesting story.
0: That's the
2: crazy.
1: documentary about the Pepsi points. It's called uh, Pepsi. Where's my jet? Mm. That I watched. This is pretty good. It's pretty interesting. Pepsi's trash for trying to screw over this young man, but uh, definitely, definitely worth looking into.
0: Pepsi really didn't want to pay that money. They were like, "Man, nah, man, look out! Not even pay the money. They didn't want to get that jet."
1: They they just yeah they were just wanted the jet it was it was their fault
0: that's their crazy fault. that's crazy
2: oh yeah he, so they wanted him for murder mm-hmm. and then it was a whole thing he went through all of that but he ran away he he left but vice was the uh the magazine that okay. ended up giving giving uh, giving away the the exif data exif metadata oh. so it was an exif geotag they yeah. found him in uh uh Guatemala City I think and then uh he was arrested for illegally entering there mm. and then uh yeah det- detained and stuff like that he was worried about all this stuff or whatever then apparently they deported him um and then he was charged for tax evasion oh wow and planned extradition so yeah Is he was jailed he, jail, he was jailed in Spain Ooh. pending extradition to uh the US oh um i think that he committed suicide Oh, after
0: yeah, so in, he's dead. Yeah, shit. <laughs> this is he dead? Damn. Yeah, he was. He, he, he they died
2: in in uh, in Spain, in Barcelona, near oh. Barcelona. After they ordered his extradition to the United States for criminal charges in Tennessee. That's wow. what I just read. Damn. And yes, it was I, last year, June crazy. of last year. Oh,
0: I was in Spain. That could have been me. Okay. That could have been me, man. I was in Spain. In shorts. <laughs> One false move, man. It could have been like Tony Baker dead in Spain.
1: Yo, man. he had a he had a double, a body double, use his passport to enter a different country.
2: To throw everybody and, off? And
1: got a yeah, to throw people off. And the, the double got uh, arrested. It's such a crazy, that's a crazy ass story.
2: They're yeah, saying that his ex-girlfriend said that he faked his death. Oh wow, Stitch! What's really that was in the the was this the documentary you watched called Running with the Devil?
1: Oh no, no, I, it was a YouTube video. Okay, uh, I watched. It, it really didn't have anything to do with uh, McAfee at all. They just touched on it real quick to to get you to understand how they found out about the Burger King employee.
2: Got it. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, they have a documentary for him specifically on Netflix. Running with the Devil, The Wild World of John McAfee. McCaffrey? McAfee. Mac nah. Mac. Mick. I don't know, whatever. I want this <laughs> M-
0: McCaffrey to really just you know pop off. I'm trying to look at my photos and see if the location comes up.
2: They usually say it at the top.
0: Yeah, it's not, because uh, I typed in Spain. Nothing came up. Hold on. Just one photo? Oh man, I got more than let me forget it. Forget it. Um Balenciaga is in hot water because these fools had like a, a teddy bear in bondage with a little girl holding it. And what what? What what, what is this supposed to do? Marketing-wise. What are you doing? Why why is this a yeah man we are going to put the put the teddy bear in bondage gear. You know what I'm saying? Had a little girl hold it. What who thinks of this shit? And why? Who thought this was a good idea? I'm like, yo, that's creative. That's art. Who thought this shit was hot? I was like, yo man, what the hell is this? Who sat up here and thought that was a good idea? That's what I want to know. I, I, it, Pulp Fiction teddy bear, man. Come on, man. Get the hell out of here. Because people kept bringing it up. And I don't know why they brought up uh, Balenciaga when I was supporting the gay community. They brought it up as like a little counter-argument. And I was just like, what's going on with Balenciaga? You know what I'm saying? this is, And so... The the two things didn't even correlate. Supporting the gay community and the, the B- Balenciaga situation, like this ain't even the same thing. This is like about pedophilia and 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 sexualizing you know children's toys. It's not the same thing. So was just like it's a weak ass argument, but um, I'm just like yo, they wild as hell, wild as hell out here, man. Quit quit trying to be so different that you're doing dumb shit weird shit I get it, everybody want to stand out in fashion and have these ridiculous visuals that just, mean, oh it's, it's art, it's high fashion it's expensive it's it's $20,000 for a shoe you know, just doing all this dumb visual shit that's just like alright, we get it, and no disrespect to art and like, you know, fashion and you know, these these are worlds that I do have respect for but I'm not deep in So I get the value of, you know, imagery and like, you know, artistic decisions and stuff like this. But this particular thing right here, come on, man. This is horse shit. This is absolute horse shit. There's no way you can, you can art this away. Hell no. You can't fashion this away right here. No, hell no. Hell no. It don't make sense. It makes zero sense, man. And then you got the ridiculous prices. You got the ridiculous prices. That teddy bear probably costs forty seven thousand dollars. Just because it's Balenciaga. Absolute horseshit. Garbage, if you will. Garbage if you will. Um Justin Fields is the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, right? I touched on him a little bit briefly on the show before. Justin Fields is a quarterback for the Chicago Bears. A young black quarterback. He runs the ball a lot. So the Bears are three and nine. They are three and nine. And Justin Fields' biggest critics are like he's a bad quarterback. All he could do is run the ball. He can't pass in the pocket. This is that in the third. He's messing up the whole offense. Meanwhile, when they've been letting Justin Fields play his type of football, when they've been letting him play his type of game, the bears have been putting up some serious offense. They still been losing, but they've been putting up some serious offensive numbers. You know, for, for a few games straight, we've been putting numbers on the board offensively and a large part of that is due to Justin Fields. He's running. He's running. He, he ran over 170-something yards in one game. He broke a record for a QB run game. He's he's making plays happen that, that would be dead if he didn't move around the field like that. He was injured, so he didn't play in this last Sunday's game. So they put in the quarterback that's traditional, that has more experience, that's going to stay in the pocket and make it happen. He started out strong. He started out strong in the game, and then the Jets' defense just collapsed on that ass, and the Bears could only score 10 points the entire game. 10 points the entire game. So now this is a clear picture of it's not Justin Fields. Justin Fields is not the problem. He's a good quarterback. He can make stuff happen. He's he's making uh, offensive plays happen. Now this is a clear shot at he has no offensive line to protect him. He has no protection on the offensive line. This is also stunningly clear that our defense is trash. We got no defense. So when you got no defense, no offensive line, what do y'all want from this man? What are y'all expecting of him? And now it's clear that, oh, man, Justin Justin Fields is actually legit. He just needs an offensive line of protection. And we need defense. We need defense. It's glaring that the defense is trash because we was putting up mad numbers offensively because of Justin Fields. And then we were still losing games because we didn't have no defense. We need a strong defense. If we got Justin Fields running the ball, running the ball, touchdown here and there, pass touchdown, rushing touchdown, we getting points on the board. That's what we need to do offensively. He's making that happen. Then on the back end, if we can't stop nobody, we're going to lose the game regardless. We lose in high-scoring games because the defense ain't doing shit. And Justin Fields is making the plays offensively to keep us in the game. So without him, which was this Sunday, we only had 10 points. 10 motherfucking points. The Jets had a field day with us. And I'm just like, God damn. So let's dispense with the it's Justin Fields horseshit cuz Justin Fields got the potential. This is his second year and I feel like I feel like he's dope. Take taking out of the consideration that you know he looks like Serene, he reminds me of my son and take out the fact that he's also vegan. Let's take that out. Let's focus on what he is doing. He's putting up offensive numbers that the Bears desperately need. But now we need the defense. Now we need an offensive line to give him protection to so maybe he maybe he will pass the ball. And he doesn't have that many weapons to pass to. There's that also. This is a football team, people. Football team. We gotta have pieces working on all fronts to be a good football team. He is the quarterback. He's making it happen the best way he can. Now we need the rest of the team to step up. Protect him in the pocket. Give him time to pass the ball. Defense. Stop these other teams from running us over, man. Come on, man. It's a no-brainer. It's easy work, man. Justin Fields is a great guy. Now let's build the pieces around him so the Bears can be contenders in the future. Because this season is a wrap for us. We ain't going to playoffs. We ain't going to the playoffs. Even if Shit, even if we end the season at what? We, we can end it at uh eight and nine. If we win all the rest of the games henceforth, eight and nine ain't gonna get us in the playoffs. We're not gonna be number one in the in the conference, in the division. We're not gonna be number one in the division. So it's just like we just gotta focus on next year. And what they need to be focused on is, is getting Justin Fields the pieces to allow him to do the work i'm sick of this shit man it's hard being loyal man it's hard being loyal in sports man when your team be fucking up and you just gotta sit there and take it it's easy to be bandwagon man. It's an easier life when you just latching on to whoever winning or you just latching on the good players and that's all you are man it's an easy life man you don't know struggle you don't know struggle you just latching on to whoever's hot and you trash in my eyes, man. I can't respect that. This is loyalty, man. This shit, this shit is tough, man. Well, you gotta sit here and watch your team lose, and you just gotta, you just gotta take it and just sit there and just sit in the loss. It sucks, man. That's my life, man. Sitting in the loss. I'm just like, I've had some victories. Don't get me wrong. But now I just be like, man, sit in the lost tone. Bulls won yesterday. They beat Utah, so I'm grateful for that. But goddamn, man. Loyalty hurts. It's easier to jump ship, but jumping ship ain't an option. Okay. It's tough out here, man. Clip this. It's tough out here being loyal. You know not I'm talking about? How you feel? Man. But we doing the best we can. You know what I'm saying? We three and nine. The Bulls are nine and eleven. Loyalty. Loyalty, dog. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like, man. And on that note, the little body is showing. Um, y'all got any questions for me, though? Any questions from the Patriots? A couple questions I could tackle before we get out of here? You know?
1: Man, they haven't asked questions in years. It's been
0: a while, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. You know what I'm saying?
1: They think they know you.
0: I mean, it, it, I feel like at this point, I'm such an open book. Ain't, ain't too much y'all don't know.
1: Nah,
0: man. Mm -hmm. I'm too transparent. Meanwhile, my Celtics are 17-4. Shut your ass up, Miranda. Shut your ass up, Miranda. 17-4. Man, what you know about pain? Celtics in this bitch. But I will say this, though. The Bulls are 2-1 against the Celtics this season. I will say that. We beat the Celtics twice. We're probably the only team in that division that's, that's given the Celtics some weather to smoke. Out of those four games they lost, the Bulls are responsible for 50% of the Celtics' losses. 50%. I just want to put that out there. The Bulls are responsible for 50% of the Celtics' losses. And that's just a little something I could just hang my hat on. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, yeah. Celtics are doing anything. I don't hate the. Shannon is doing her best to make me hate the Celtics, and I refuse. I refuse to go over to the hate side because she just be talking shit for no reason, and she's not gonna make me hate the Celtics. But she's damn sure trying. She's trying her best, and I refuse. I like the Celtics. I've liked the Celtics for a little bit now. Ever since it was a. Uh, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and uh, Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo, them, them days. And I was like, man, I like the Celtics. And I was liking them, but Shannon coming with this hate that is unwarranted. And I was just like, hey, man, don't be coming for my team. Don't be disrespecting my team. I don't play that. I'm not here for it. I don't, I don't do it. I'm not. I'm not with it. Cause I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come for your whole goddamn city. If you disrespect my my Chicago Bulls, Bears, whatever you want, I'm coming for your whole city. I'm gonna take it beyond the ba- basketball. A, let's talk about Boston as a city, then. You know what I'm saying? So don't 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 come for my Chicago Bulls. Don't even you know pull what? up, huh?
1: know what let's talk about boston as a city oh man let's put let's put boston on the table you know what let's go back to the will smith beef right oh let's talk about mark Wahlberg, boston trash because he did that little racist thing and everybody let it let it slide because boston low-key racist as fuck
0: boston is big racist
1: you know what i'm saying and here here come boston pride (laughs) okay Man, yeah. chill, man. And
0: Shan- Shannon even knows Boston is trash. That's why Ooh. she ain't never going back. <laughs> she ain't got no true Boston pride. Mm.
1: How about that? She's Netflix? not even
0: going back to Boston. She's like, Ooh. I'm done with Boston. I'm not done with Chicago. Oh, I'm still attracted to my city. I want to own some property there. I want to live there in the spring and the fall. I still like Chicago. The love is there. Y'all don't love Boston as a city. Come on, man. Don't come Don't come for me. Don't come for me. I will say this about Boston. I will say this about Boston. They make some good-ass movies, man. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Boston makes some good-ass movies. And let me tell you this. That show I had in Boston this year, their energy was phenomenal. So in reality, I fuck with Boston. But if you come from my city, I will I will do whatever's there. Ne- I will ether your city if you come up in here disrespecting mine. So I'ma match the energy. Like New York never come for me like that. So I don't I don't have to throw New York on the grill.
1: I was just gonna say that, like, I'm glad that you don't come from New York. And it makes me respect Chicago. I've always respected Chicago. Chicago has always been on my list yeah. since I was a kid. But being with you doesn't make me like, man, fuck Chicago. This is <laughs> overly prideful. Chicago's better individuals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't do that. That's because See? I
0: respect your city. I always show your city love. So it's easy for you to just be like, Chicago. Yeah. I never give you a reason to come for Chicago.
1: Yeah, yeah. I fucked with Chicago. Even I, even when the Bulls are playing, I don't hate. I'd be like, sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm, when they lose. Mm-hmm. I'd be congratulated. Mm-hmm. When they win. But when it's against the Knicks. Oh, yeah. That's, what, that's when we we beef. I that's totally when, get
0: it. Yeah, understandable.
1: That's when I Fuck spit the Knicks the when we playing that's each other. That's when I punch you in the face. Yeah. That's,
0: when we playing each other when the game is on, that three hours of the game is happening, fuck everything about New York. Fuck the pizza, mm-hmm. all the rappers, all of it. The boroughs can suck my ass.
1: That's why Chicago has the most rats. That has more rats than New York. It's on the list. So Come they boy.
0: say. But nah, man, New York list, has man. more visible rats. Because
1: our rats are pussy.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> New York has more. Clip this. New York has more I visible ain't rats. Shit. Clip this. (laughs) I ain't clipping shit. Clip this. No. (laughs) New York has more visible rats. I'm not falling for this poll to say Chicago get the most rats in the country. Where they at? I don't see them. We was just in Chicago together. We saw no rats. No rats. I be seeing rats in New York people's Instagram posts. Also, rat in the background, right there. rasby out in New York with with jackets on, Averex jackets. You see them with jackets on. They smoking Newports, and they got no. They smoke Parliaments in New York.
1: Parliament, no, it's Newports.
0: Newports, and, and they Newports, got Tim's okay. on. My them.
1: mom smokes Newports. They got right the
0: now. dirty Tim's on. The oh, curl, wow. they they the rats got the curled up tims, the wheat curled up dirty joints. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like New York though. I had a crush on New York even even as a kid. And I was just like, this is where all the movies is made. All the movies I was liking, and whenever it was gritty, I was like New York. So I always had a soft spot for New York. So. That's one of my favorite cities. But don't come for my team, though. You know what I'm <sighs> talking about? What is the happiest song ever written? Happy. Clap along if you feel. Because they literally talking about happiness. Literally. Literally. That's I the like
1: one. it. Ashanti's happy.
0: Wait, how's that song go?
1: Oh my God, the second you asked that, it left (laughs) my head. Literally, the second I was just singing it in my head, and the second you asked that, it said, Happy. I'm so happy, baby. You know,
0: that's. Oh, I'm so. Found you. Yeah. I listen to Christmas music. One of my favorite Christmas songs is Christmas Time is Here from the Charlie Brown soundtrack, along with this instrumental. Uh, there's an instrumental on the Charlie Brown Christmas album that I really love too. I love uh, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. I love. Um, uh, damn, there's a Christmas. What song was that? It wasn't Christmas time, it's here, it's, ah, there's another Christmas song I really like, it's really old, oh, I can't even think of the song, god damn it, there's a song called Songs of Blackness that I really like, it's called, it's Christmas time, time to celebrate the newborn king. Hallelujah, <laughs> it's Christmas time. I really love that song. Like, Sounds of Blackness got a good Christmas album. Um, I really like the Preacher's Wife soundtrack. There's a lot of Christmas songs on there. I really like, uh, hey, oh, the mistletoe, I'm here to let you know it's better. This Christmas. I really okay. like that song. Um,
2: Okay.
1: You know Dominic the donkey? Uh-uh. That's my shit. It's an Italian Christmas song. It literally has a donkey sound in it. They'd be like, Dominic the donkey. Holly, holly, holly. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous song. That's a song. good song? It, I love that song. It, reminds, it lets me know that uh Christmas is here. This mad, like, it's so funny because growing up in New York, there's so many different cultures that pretty much raised me, Uh you know, especially for the holidays. I know a lot of, like, Italian songs and, like, traditions. And, like, like Frank Sinatra is another one that makes me, like, okay, Christmas is here because Frankie's everywhere. Once Frankie's everywhere, I'm like, oh, it's Christmas
0: time. Christmas time.
1: Uh and then uh you know how I am like when it comes to like Jewish traditions. I know so much about Jew- Jewish traditions. Um, because it's New York, man. It's everywhere. You can't you can't escape it. So yeah, there's a lot of like different Christmas songs from around the world that I'd be knowing. Feliz Navidad, of course. Feliz
0: navidad. Classic. navidad nice roasting on an open fire. Great song. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Somebody asked if you watch Southside. I love Southside. Southside is one of my favorite comedies on TV right now. Um, Southside is South one one thing, clip this. Southside is I say this all the time, but I don't know if I said it on the podcast. Southside feels more like Chicago than uh the shy. If you're not watching the South Side, it's on HBO Max. It's one of the funniest TV shows on right now. And it's set in the South Side of Chicago. And I feel like that that show feels more like Chicago is an actual character of the show than I would say The Shy. Even though The Shy, you know, that's the name of the show. But it don't it don't feel like Chicago. I I don't feel like I don't feel like Chicago is a character on the show, the shy. And so they need they need more they need more Chicagoans on the show. They got, they got Lala Anthony on there and uh, Iman. Iman is from Chicago. He's from uh what's that area you said? Oak Park. So I was like, yeah, we got Iman on here. But Lala Anthony is so she's mad East Coast to me. Where's where is Lala from? Oh, everybody quiet, huh? Forget y'all, man.
1: My okay, bad. I was on mute trying to talk to you.
0: Lala Anthony.
1: Uh she from New York.
0: I knew it. Because she she always had that New York accent.
1: Yeah, she uh she from Brooklyn.
0: Oh, man, New York. Yeah, and they yeah, had, she, you know, Puerto
1: Rican from New York.
0: She's Puerto Rican. Yeah, never knew. I never knew what she. I figured she was black, and uh, I don't know.
1: She Afro Puerto Rican.
0: Oh wow, never that's, knew, but she definitely, she, she definitely herself. gave me New York vibes. So it's just like, man, all these actors from Chicago, man, let's get them up in there, you know, and and just the South Side just feels more. Chicago that sense. And don't don't get me wrong. I like The Shy as a show, but I just feel like we need more shy in in the shy. That's just my my little take on it. But I, I really I really enjoy both shows, but I feel like Southside is one of the funniest shows on TV right now. It, can we even say TV anymore? Um But I do, I do like, I didn't like the last season, not the current season of The Shy. I haven't checked in yet, but the season before the last season of The Shy, I really didn't vibe with too much. It was too romantic for me. It was too much, it was too relationshipy, like the whole season, it was about love and stuff, and I was just like, man, enough, man. I was just like, the whole season about this? Like sprinkle it in for sure. But, man, it just felt like it took over the whole season. I was just like, man, look out, man. I like gritty shit, okay? I like gritty shit. Like, when I watch Snowfall, L.A. feels like a character in Snowfall. Even though L.A. is not mentioned in the title, you definitely know and feel that we are in Los Angeles, California. You feel it. You be just like, yo, I feel this. You know what I'm saying? It it, it feels like yo, know, we really out here, and I just feel like they for the shy they relegated the city into the background, which the city will be the background, but I just we need we need a little bit more shy on it. Now, granted, I still got to watch the most current season of the shy, but you know, shout out to the cast and and, and crew and all of that. I still enjoy the show overall, but. And Southside, man, if y'all are not watching Southside, do yourselves a favor. If you want some comedy and you want some uh some Chicago experience, check out the shot, man. It's a great show. Anyway, man, let me get the hell up out of here, man. I said I got to do Gross Point Bake, so I'm doing that next. Uh, Please share with your friends and your people. Please comment, like, subscribe, Verbal Cardio. Keep supporting the show. Um. And tell tell people, spread the word. And comment. Just be in the comments talking, just to get that engagement up. Uh I appreciate y'all for tuning in to Verbal Cardio every week. And uh shout out to my patron saints in here. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for the continued support, love, care, and just interaction. Um, I was doing a movie night. I was doing a movie night the other night. And I was like, do the other patrons that y'all follow give y'all this much? Like individual attention and 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 focus, they was like, nah. And I was like, that's what I'm bringing to the table. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm bringing to the table. And a lot of people, a lot of people was like, well, you know, you're the only person I follow. So then, you know, it kind of negated the whole thing. But you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just want to make sure that y'all feel special being patron saints like that's that's important to me and i i want y'all to feel feel the love now granted i don't have a lot of patron saints there's not a ton of y'all but as long as y'all feel like you're getting a special experience that that means a whole lot to me and i'm glad y'all are here uh shout out to sabrina my producer extraordinaire shout out to amir on the ones and twos um you you unfollow some because they sometimes treat you like an inconvenience. Really, just Jazzy? man. What you mean? What you mean inconvenience? Let's let's uh let's unpack that real quick. <laughs> Tony is a dupe home being <laughs> appreciate you, G man.
1: I I uh, you about to I'm drop a couple of patrons, a patron to a lot of people. And I can vouch for them. uh, They just treat it like YouTube low key. Like nobody really does like a lot of individual. Like, yeah, you get exclusive stuff. Uh, But it's not like individual exclusive. You just like you'll just see things before the general public sees it in its raw form. Yeah. But they're not doing stuff like, hey, like, let's do some one on one Patreon stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? It's not possible. Like, okay. It'll
1: be like you do one-on-one Patreon stuff, like the movie nights, and then you like talk to people and you you remember people and da da da, and like you form bonds with you know your patrons. But uh, I feel like that's not really a thing for a lot of other people that have Patreon because gotcha. I'm. Let me see. I'm. Thank you. LaToya. I'm a patron for a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah, you you uh Yeah, you do
2: your thing.
0: Randomly, CJ, like I feel like Tony know my name. This is a very personable experience. Just love the authenticity. I'm I'm glad y'all are happy because honestly, like I be feeling like uh and Sabrina can vouch, sometimes I'll be feeling like I don't give y'all enough. And I feel like, man, you know, I just feel like, you know, if I if I don't And it's not that y'all are a burden. It's just that I'm just trying to balance everything in my life. And and I'll be feeling terrible if like, not on the burden tip, but just like, man, I hope, I hope, I hope that I'm giving y'all enough to where, you know, you feel like you're getting your money's worth. That's my main thing. And just like, and I I hope that y'all feel, you know, special. And that'd be that be my main thing. I'm just like, man, because I, I don't want you, I don't want you to feel in any way that you're wasting your money or you're getting ripped off. That's my main thing. And so appreciate you, Dallas. So I always want to make sure that y'all feel that. I feel like Tony is always fulfilling his purpose. The drinking water thing, you had me drinking more. Yes, you drinking more water. That's what I'm talking about, Shorty. That's what I'm talking about, Shorty. Drink that water. Just jazzy. Exactly. Like, dang, I'll subscribe instantly. Damn. Yeah. I'm I'm glad y'all are happy to be here. Y'all know I'm happy that y'all are here. So, uh, it means a lot. So, I appreciate y'all. And, you know, we've we've shared some personal moments in the movie night. So, you know, you know what it is. You know what it is. So, uh, Styler started eating more vegan because of Tony and Sabrina. Look at that. Hey. Look at that. I subscribe just because I want to support. Hey man, I appreciate that support. Uh we in with you for four or five hours on Tuesdays plus movie nights. Yeah, you know what? Tuesdays be long too. <laughs> Tuesdays be a long time. And even then, I still feel like am I giving y'all enough? You know what I'm saying? I hope so. You know, anyway, let me get the hell up out of here. Show. I'm doing gross point bake right after this. So stick around. Uh, for those of you that are just listening, uh, thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.